The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I'm not deaf. We're equally deaf. No, we're not. Look, our headphones are exactly the same. Don't blame that on me. I'm not deaf at all. I hear just fine. Okay, then so do I. They're not the same. It's it's different. Our headphones work differently. You today. Star Wars. Between the burping and the singing, I want to clock you right now. What's clocking? Why is it called clocking? I don't know. Huh. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Find out the answer to that and many more things <laughs> coming up today. Yes. On an all-new episode. Deep questions. What is clocking? I don't know. What is clocking? Like, seriously. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Well, so we have no answer to yes, that one. so we have no answer. We're on top of our game today. What do you mean you want to clock me anyway? Dude, you're sitting in here like burping and then like singing. Oh, you burp just as much as I do. No, that, that is not true. That is entirely true. Usually a lot louder than I do. Well, you probably shouldn't be talking about that. It makes you seem less manly if I can burp louder than you. Really? Does it make me seem less less manly? I'm just not as uncouth. I'm very couth. Are you actually looking this up right now? Besides that, you're the one that's actually annoying. How long does it take you to leave a coffee shop? Seriously. So we go over there for our, for our morning show prep. Here's some behind the scenes. And when it's time to go, what do I have to do? Oh, put my computer away, put my coat on, and I'm pretty much ready to go. That it takes about that long, as long as I just said to say that. Sarah, for some reason, it takes her, it seems like, 15 minutes to put all of her different things back in, which I don't even know. You don't even have that much more stuff than I do. Like, what is it that takes so long? I don't know. I don't understand. And I don't like like to be rushed. You're like the slowest person on earth. (laughs) I don't get it. Like, it's not like, I mean, it's not like you're even sitting there, like, putting makeup on or anything. It's just slowly putting your stuff away. I have away. to organize all my things and well, put them all I suppose I should Everything put has its little package, especially since I have, like, this, this nice new computer. Away. I need to put it in its thing and then, like, the, the you know, plug-in. First, in. I should close my computer. Really, Greg? Is yeah. this what the show's going to be like now? Is this just going to no, be like know. you making fun of me the entire time? Well, you started off making fun of me, so no. No, I just said that I wanted to clock you. <laughs> <laughs> you just said you wanted to violently, violently hit me. <coughs> well, hey, it kind of yeah. snowed. <laughs> wow, it certainly is a snowpocalypse outside. I barely made it down here. Yeah, so... so uh, I guess they did close schools. They really did? Yeah. For those of you not in Portland, so they've been promising this giant snowstorm that was supposed to be hitting Portland. Um, it started off, it was supposed to hit yesterday morning, and then it kept getting pushed back until tonight, or last night, mm. it was supposed to hit. I woke it was up, supposed to be like got, 2 o'clock, 4 o'clock, then like right after dark, and then in the middle of the night. Yeah, I mean, and we got made, there was maybe an inch at my house when I left today. There wasn't even that at mine. There was like nothing on the road. There was about... Probably like a half an inch. Well, probably about actually like about an inch on my car. Yeah, yeah. yeah there, there was about an inch. I mean, my my uh, lawn was covered, but there was nothing on the roads at all. And so uh, apparently, this and the, at one point they said we might be getting like a foot of snow <laughs> cumulative over the next day and a half or something like that. There is nothing, but yeah, of course they close the roads mm. or close the uh, schools because yep. of it. This uh, any amount of snow will shut this entire city down. I mean, the snow's already melted. Oh yeah, there's no snow out here anymore. No. I mean, I can see a tiny little bit on somebody's car. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing. Panic. Panic oh in the streets. Well, I didn't, because from my apartment, I can't, so I have, like, shrubs out, um, like, next to my window, so I can't really see 
you know, uh, the outside. Yeah, so I, I had no idea that it snowed. I keep forgetting, yeah, that you don't know no. what's going on. Because you, so, called, you called when I was getting ready to leave, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it snowed. I'm like, well, yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I thought you knew. Yeah, because I walked out <laughs> of the house, and I didn't, or out of my apartment, and it just, it took me a second to register. I'm like, oh, wait. Okay, I guess it did snow. And then, like, wandered over to my car, and it was covered in snow. In your cave. And my, I do live in a cave. You do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have one window that faces another building. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I love it like that. <laughs> Nobody can see into my cave. I can't see out of it. <laughs> <laughs> did you have hot water turned on? Yes. That was good. Yesterday, yeah. I finally got to take a hot shower. It was awesome. I, I stayed in there for about 25 minutes. So usually, now you ruined it for somebody else. Fuck yeah. That <laughs> was, you know, I, I had showered <coughs> twice in cold water. I was like, like seriously, it kind of chills you to the bone. Like if you have to shower in cold water. Yeah. Yeah. So I did. I didn't take that long of a shower. Plus like I usually take like two minute showers. I get yeah. bored in the shower really easily. So I like wash my hair. <laughs> boring. <laughs> Being clean is boring. <laughs> no, cleaning is boring. Being clean is awesome. <laughs> Wow, you're weird. I know. Do you wish you had one of those like Jetsons things where it just like showered for you? If I could eat like an, a, a pill for food, uh-huh. I would totally do that. Why? Because you just because uh, because eating is such, it, it's like inconvenient. I hate eating. Like sometimes I, I yeah I hate eating because sometimes it just feels like a necessity. You know, because I eat so I don't like feel crazy, but not because you know. Oh no, I do that same thing. Yeah, I'm rarely hungry. Like actually. if I could have a, a meal and a pill mm-hmm. and just like have that and then just go on my merry way, I would be very happy. I would I would have one of those things that does shower you though, like the Jetsons where you like just slide down a tube and it like just cleans you. Oh yeah, and it like dresses you and stuff. Yeah, uh huh. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would save some time, and I wouldn't have to do anything. Yeah, I would do that. Wow, I totally and I was complaining that. about wizards being lazy. <laughs> and they were saying, "You're like, I wish something would dress me." <laughs> Someone bathe me, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally. Yeah, I, knew I, I would. Yeah. I'd want it more like, though, uh, Coming to America with Eddie Murphy, where he has, like, the, he gets oh, in the big yeah. hot tub, and then he has, like, four ladies bathe him. I don't know where I'm going with anything today. Oh. I think we've just done too many morning shows in a row. Yeah, we have done a lot of morning shows Seriously. in a row. Seriously. Yeah, and we're doing another one tomorrow, too. I know. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a long day. It is. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, we should talk about all the long day yesterday, too. The yeah. long, awesome day yesterday. Um, yeah, so tomorrow we're doing... So we're going to be doing Fun Employment Radio in the morning, mm-hmm. and then Sportlandia. So, and this is one thing for Sportlandia, it's not going to be at a bar, I don't think. Uh, it's yeah. not going to be on location tomorrow. Yeah, I think it's going to be at the Rose Quarter tomorrow. Yeah, but which doesn't matter because all you have to do is just log on to trailblazers.tv and you can chat. It'll still be live just like normal. So, mm-hmm. um, so yes, and please, please log on. That yes, would be awesome. Do. Yeah, we'll be sending reminders as well. But yeah, yeah they don't want, you know, because who knows, like. You know, the weather people, which are pissing me off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Any other profession, if you're wrong this much, you wouldn't have a fucking job anymore. Yeah. It's starting to get frustrating. Like, everyone's just like, <coughs> all you do is have conversations with people, like, even us, like, walking up here. I'm like, Greg, is it supposed to snow again? You're like, I don't know. Well, they say maybe, and then someone says it doesn't. Like, they can just say whatever <laughs> the fuck they want, and they can just still, like, cash their paycheck and be on their merry way. Like, okay, yeah. well, possibility of snow. Oh, wait, just kidding. It's sunny. Oh, no, it's raining. No. Like, who knows? What do, you, what do you learn in meteorology school? I don't, you know, I don't know. What, what do you do? Like, because the meteorologists like, are just weather well, psychics, like and they're cute. shitty at it. <laughs> like, they're weather psychics. They're, like, <coughs> bad weather psychics. Has any, not a single news organization has been, prop, like, right about I don't this. know what you study in meteor, like, meteorology school. I mean, study, like... 
I guess like Gulf patterns. Stream patterns yeah. and yeah, like this is a cold air front, this is a warm front. What happens when they collide? I don't know. I just find it hard to believe like in out of all of the people, all of the meteorologists, that not one person could be correct about something. Is meteorology is it a four year program? I'm not sure. Like I mean I'm, I I'm think sure there's some like program. very high up you know things that you can study with that obviously. Yeah. But, but to be a weatherman, I guess, is what I'm wondering. Well, every yeah, every take? weatherman that I've worked with, I know they all have to like they're all required to go to meteorology school. Yeah, well, I mean that makes but sense. I they have to do something, but it's just frustrating, you know, because like they're sitting there and like just lying. It's constant <laughs> lying. Well, they don't. Well, yeah, maybe because they got to hype it up so that you'll watch. Yeah, and you got to hype like, it up for ratings. Yeah, it's totally fucked up. And so like <coughs> we're sitting there watching it, and I'm like, you know, I'm looking at. You know, the internets and like it's going like, okay, it's going to be a snow flurry, you know, batten down the hatches. It's going to mm-hmm. be a foot of snow. Then all of a sudden it's like, apocalypse. yeah, and it's like clear and 46 degrees. Yeah. It's just, it's unfair. It's like in, um, you ever see that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry thinks that the weatherman's predicting yes. rain so that, so that nobody goes golf. to golf? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she has the golf course all to himself. Mm. I don't know, Larry. It's the weather. <sighs> I don't Maybe know. I, I shouldn't be so frustrated, but it's like, it's just, con- you have to be right sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Don't you have a friend that's a weatherman? I do. We should get him on the show. We should demand answers to these questions. Okay. I will. I'll yeah. get a hold of him. I'll see if okay. he wants to. Yeah, that would be But he's fun. still working in town, so I don't know if he, if he... Oh, I think... You know, actually, I've talked to him before. I think he did want to come on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's have him But on. I don't want to question his profession. I'm just very we'll frustrated him. at being lied to. No, I'm not going to grill him if he comes in here. <laughs> Why did you say this? Uh, well, maybe I would. Yeah. It's just like in any other profession, mm-hmm. if you were wrong that much, you would not be doing – that's not doing your job right. <sighs> I just get so frustrated. Sincerely, Sarah. Sincerely, Sarah. You should just write a uh, strongly worded letter to every weatherman in the city <laughs> and send it in. No, and I know it's not – it is their fault. <coughs> I was going to say it's not their – it is their fault. It's their fault? It's their fault. It's their job. Yeah. It's their job. They're supposed to let us know. You can't just change your mind every fucking two seconds. You are really upset by I this. I am. You know what? They're, they're like, mess with everybody. Like, everyone's sitting here, you know, <laughs> with bated breath. Like, is it going to snow? Is it not going to snow? Let's listen to the people who are supposed to be able to tell us whether or not it's going to snow or not. And they can't tell anything. Like, yeah. I might as well just ask, like, the fucking bum that was walking down the street singing God Bless the USA this morning. Like, I could just ask him, like, do you think it's going to snow? And maybe he just, like, if he just kept singing to me, that's more information than I would get from a fucking meteorologist. <laughs> I don't think he's going to come on the show now. No, it's not. And it's not them. I don't mean to. I'm just frustrated. Yeah. Never mind. I mean, is, am I wrong? No, no, it is. It's frustrating. But uh, you do seem to have an inordinate amount of anger towards it. I, I've just always questioned meteorology. Yeah, he's totally not coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm sorry. Scratch that guest off. Okay, but seriously, <coughs> weather psychics. Are they not weather psychics? Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they're I trying to so. predict something that hasn't happened yet by studying patterns mm-hmm. and other things. And most of the time they do so poorly. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, if that was, if they were actual psychics, nobody would come to their business. Well, maybe it's just because we're so used to everything, everything should be predictable right now. Like, we're so used to technology and the way things are that we get frustrated when it gets wrong. I don't know. I'm it's sorry. always wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was really nice of you to try. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nice. I tried there. I tried to make it better. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think he's going to come on. No, uh, so anyway. Um, so yesterday so was damn cold. <laughs> Sportlandia. 
will yes. be uh, filmed at the studio, uh, at the Trailblazers studio. So, yes, live, mm-hmm. 4 p.m. Pacific time. Just go to trailblazers.tv. Uh, please tune in and chat with us and talk to us and say whatever you want, really. Yes. And we can respond live, which is really cool. I know. It's cool. So we can actually interact with you guys. Yeah, which will be very, very cool. And we'll talk about that more. And, and we'll be constantly putting updates. Actually, if you're not signed up for our Twitter account, it's twitter.com slash funempradio. 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 Damn character limitations. I know. <laughs> uh, but uh, we'll be putting up all kinds of stuff about that. And then tomorrow night mm-hmm. is Sailor Jerry's Pinup Girl Contest. Yes. I where know. we get to be the judges. I am really, really looking forward to this. I just want to – I'm looking forward to – Getting out of Portland for a night, going to Vancouver, going to a fucking Irish bar with good drinks, uh-huh. watching good bands, watching yeah. hot chicks and tattoos and pinup girl outfits. It's going to be fun. That sounds like an awesome evening. <laughs> that I and I get to judge them. And you're and you're there. I'll you're determine if you're pretty. Employed there to <coughs> judge them. Yeah, yeah. So you're not doing anything wrong. No, I'm being paid <laughs> to like judge them and <laughs> scrutinize everything about them. Yes, this is so cool. So Dublin Down, it's at 813 Main Street in Vancouver. It's it's free to attend. It's mm-hmm. going to be awesome. And, of course, um, there are bands playing Hopeless Jack and the Handsome Devils and... Sex Hawk. Sex Hawk. I have no idea what Sex Hawk sounds like, but their name already makes them look cool. I want to have... You know that band we were talking about how we wanted to be in Pillars of Fire? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Or Pylons of Fire. Pylons of Fire, I think Pylons is what it was. Pylons of Fire. Yeah. Yes. Should open for Sex Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, like, the best show ever. Um... Yeah, so, and if you want to enter the contest, too, if you want to be judged. Lest ye be judged. Then you can enter it, too, which is really cool. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that's tomorrow night. So, yeah, big day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff. I'd rather have too much than too little Exactly. Going on. <laughs> Somehow we'll have to make it up to Vancouver through the snowstorm. Yes. Um, I but, don't know, Greg. Are we going to be able to navigate the streets? Why don't we check our local new- news organization and find out what it's going to be like tomorrow? Oh. You are so angry about this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just You've think, worked yourself up into a, into a fit over this. Well, you know, a lot of people base their, their schedules and their lives around what the weather psychics tell them is going to happen. Like, people are canceling things because you have someone sitting there on their fucking Twitter update going like, you know, this just in, huge chance of snow, you know, like two to five feet tonight. Like, if someone has plans, what if they cancel it for tomorrow? Then the inevitable happens. It doesn't snow. And people are ruining their plans because a weather psychic told them that something was going to happen that doesn't. Were some of your plans ruined? No, but uh, I have friends who have actually like rescheduled things because they thought the impending snowstorm for today was going to like mess up things. It never really snows here, though. <sighs> but people still believe them. I, I mean, that would be nice sometimes, yeah, if it did actually snow, but it never really snows here. Like once every five, once every couple of years, yeah. we'll get a big snowstorm. Yeah, the last time was, what, like three years ago? Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop talking about meteorologists. Okay. Let's talk about yesterday. Yesterday was so fucking awesome. Take a deep breath. Deep breath. And let it out. You can't fix the meteorologists. They're just, they're there doing their jobs. They're doing their jobs. Okay. Got it all worked out? Mm-hmm. I feel better. Okay, good. Okay. All right. So, yes, yesterday. Um, so, yeah, we did the show yesterday and then... Uh, Actually had like two hours to relax, which yeah. was <laughs> something I haven't had in quite a while. Um, what did you do in the two hours? <sighs> cleaned. <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned the house because I'm getting ready for the, you know, uh, well, yeah, my new roommate's moving in. Uh, Keelan mm-hmm. is moving in this Keelan! weekend. So, uh, which is very cool. So, yeah, I was, I was just kind of cleaning up some stuff, which is a great way to relax. And then, uh, and then yeah, we went down to the Rose Garden, mm-hmm. had, um, had some meetings down there. Uh, with the Trailblazers, yeah, but that people. God getting there sucked. Yes, 
So yes, we're trying it did. to coordinate bus schedules, and of mm. course, like the um, TriMet Transit Tracker thing isn't working uh, right, like correctly. Usually, it's spot on, but um, for the past like week or so, it's been a little finicky. And so we're trying to like coordinate, you know, me meeting up on a bus and then us getting on the same bus to go to the max. Uh-huh. And then your transit tracker was off, so I had to stand in the cold for a half an hour <laughs> waiting for your bus <laughs> to get there. And I'd forgotten a glove. <laughs> so oh, yeah, like, you did only have one glove. I had one glove. <laughs> oh, it's just... Well, and then you were standing next to that lady because... So I got on the bus oh. first and then my bus met up with where you were. And I could see already you were annoyed like before you even got on the bus. I could see you were standing at the stop. So what was that lady's deal that you were standing next to? She was... This is enormous. I told you mm. I cannot be on a bus without an enormous person yeah. sitting next to me. And That's I'm true. Sorry, it, like it, this is just something that happens every day. <laughs> and this woman, the entire time I was, I was waiting. Like she got there about ten minutes into my thirty minutes waiting for the bus, <laughs> and um, so she's just there, and she has a little kid with her. Does not touch or acknowledge the little kid, and we're on the side of a busy street. Like we're on yeah. six, like in, in southeast, we're on sixtieth. Um, like right near Stark and that's like where you know there are tons of cars going by and it's like you know kind of getting closer to rush hour so this woman is just on her cell phone the entire time just texting and tick, doing tick, everything tick tick. tick 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 and her little kids like running up and down the street flailing her arms singing and talking to herself like dangerously close to the road I almost wanted to, I wanted to poke the lady and be like can you can you watch your kids so I don't have to because this is terrifying me right now and you know I don't even know that little person yeah. and that's yours <laughs> like you need to watch that <laughs> so yeah the bus came and then so we get on the bus and she continues to just text the entire time and the girl's just like tra la 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 I mean she was entertaining herself which was good but I don't even think the woman didn't even like escort her onto the bus like she was texting as she got on the bus I don't she wouldn't have probably even noticed if her kid was still at the bus stop yeah yeah and then you saw her get up yeah, I did, which was quite unfortunate. Holy God. This, I... uh, this is yeah, ingrained in my mind. Now, I, I can never get this image out. But so uh, this woman stood up to, to leave the bus. And, let's and say she's her, wearing low-rise jeans. Her pants didn't quite fit her. And I got a full moonshot of Me too. all its glory. And it's stuck in my head now. Yeah. It, it, I, I, can't, mean, I am seeing it right now. No, I'm I seeing it right now. Yeah. And it's... It will never leave my head. It's unfortunate because it's one of those images I will always have. And now next time I get on the bus, what am I going to think of? I'm going to think of seeing that lady's giant ass pretty much in my face. Oh, lovely. That man. I just kind of want to draw a picture of it just so other people can suffer. (laughs) Because I can't unsee that thing. And like I didn't think that skin could have that texture. That was was another part of it. Yeah, Yeah, it was was the texture I think that was... (laughs) <laughs> Strangely arousing. <laughs> I've never seen anything quite like it. No, no, it was, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, did that and then uh, hopped on the Max and and headed down. Which the uh, Max in Portland is always full of crazy people. Oh, which I amazing. really like the Max. Yeah, I love riding it. So and we Max rode by is Timber Joey. Oh yeah, Timber Joey's uh, <laughs> giant billboard. Yeah, the forty foot Timber Joey. <laughs> so the Max for people that don't know, it's it's basically our light rail system. So it's just it's like a subway above ground, mm. and uh, yeah, it's always full of the most. It's it's a whole different crowd than what's on the bus, because on the Max they're freer to like walk around, mm. and I think a lot of I think it frees up some of the crazy. They're not as restricted. Well, plus you the know because they don't check for. I mean, because we had our tickets, but um, you know they don't really check for passes. So like I've never just, been checked. Yeah, they're random people just that can just wander onto the Max. Like mm-hmm. nobody's really checking to make sure. So I mean, like there really is. 
Because at least on a bus, like you obviously have to pay to get on the bus. Yeah, you have to walk by the bus driver. Exactly, so. you have to walk by the bus driver. There's no getting on. But I mean, this like the max <coughs> stops, the doors open, and crazy just comes a flowing in. I mean, I suppose they have people that do check tickets some somewhere along the line. There yeah, must I've been be checked a couple times. It, but yeah, yeah. I've, I don't know if I ever have actually. But uh, yeah, there was there was some really crazy people. Did you see the guy with the bike and the big giant neck tattoo that was standing yes. next to us? Yes, and the. And the um, like very tiny um, pregnant girl sitting across the room. Yeah, that was weird too. That was odd. I don't know what yeah. the story was there, but she was definitely pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very tiny. Um, you know how you can look at cer- certain people, you can just tell like, uh, Stay away. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's something about that person. And it's not like any particular look. It's just something when it just hits you and it's just like, oh yeah, there's something. That person's mm-hmm. not right. Like, that person has done something terrible. Kind of like the guy. Did you see the guy who was... Well, he was coming back from the airport, you could tell, because he still had tags on his luggage, and he had uh-huh. his guitar, and he was kind of sleeping on it. He had crazy eyes. Oh, I didn't see him. Yeah. That... He was sitting... Like, you know how you were standing here? He was, like, right there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So he was sitting in the chair, and, like, he would fall asleep, and then he'd wake up, and he would kind of hug his guitar and look around all crazy. I'm like... I don't know. I got that same vibe from that guy. I'm like, I don't oh, see, make see, I got it from the guy with the bike. Yeah. The guy with the bike, there's just something about that guy. I don't yeah, know what it was. Yeah, he was a little... Yeah, unnerving. You know what I really wish? I wish someone would make a documentary um, where you just show up on like a mass transit or something like that and you just show up, no pre-plans, pick one random person and just follow that person for the rest of the day. Oh, that would be cool. Because I was, you know, I mean, I like to create my own stories about people in my mind. About, I know you do. About how, uh, you know, what they're going to do afterwards. But like just, just pick one of those random, weird, crazy people mm-hmm. and yeah, see what their life is. Like, where do they go after they get off the max? Yeah. Like, where do you go when you get off the max at, like, 48th and, you know, Powell or whatever. Not Powell, but, you know, whatever. 48th and Sandy or something. Mm -hmm. Like, where are they going? I would love to have, like, that guy. Remember the the creepy guy who kissed me on the cheek on the bus? Oh, yeah. That would be a fascinating person to follow because he just gets on the bus and Uh just talks to people. Remember, Because he just says he'll just ride the bus all day. Mm -hmm. That guy would be fascinating to follow. That would be, yeah. How many people does he kiss in a day? Yeah, or, like, what, like... Who does he talk to? Did I did I talk about how I saw him at Fred Meyer? I don't know. I kind of remember you mentioning something about, about that, but I don't. Oh my god! Yeah, so I was buying something at Fred Meyer, and I see this, uh, and I just see like a pair of older hands, like set down a like a rose, and then a card that says, you know, like my love, I, I long for you, all this stuff, and I see that, and it's right behind my stuff. But I had my hood on and like a hat, and so I. I don't think you could recognize me. And who knows? You know, I'm just some random chick on a bus. Yeah, you're you just know? one of the many that he's kissed. Just one of the many. You know. And as I'm saying, you can't expect him to remember you, I, Sarah. It's fine. I'm, I'm okay with that. And <laughs> so, yeah, I'm buying my stuff, you know, and I, I turned to give my debit card and I look and I like looked right at him and his, you know, he was right next to me. I'm like, fuck. Okay. And I'm like trying to pay and like keep my hair down and like pay as quick as I can. And no, he didn't recognize me. He's too busy buying a rose and a card for his. Next bus stop, love. Yeah. Were you mildly upset that he didn't recognize you? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know who I was happy he recognized us? Was the beer sales guy yesterday. The beer sales guy? At, uh, at the Blazer game. See, that's who, oh, yeah, yeah. That's who that's I right. like being recognized uh-huh. by. When you buy a beer from somebody at a kiosk and then you come back like an hour later and there's like, hi again, you want the same? I'm like, you are damn good at your job. <laughs> You're A-OK. A-OK. So, uh... Yes, minus we're the crazy so, people. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we are so everywhere today. We are. Yeah. But so, that's what the show's about. But thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you very, very, very much for listening. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, yeah. So, we went down to the to the Rose Garden. You know, had some meetings and stuff like that. And this is just kind of cool. They hooked us up with uh, some Trailblazers gear. Yeah! 
So we we got some Trailblazers jackets, which we both Not put up just pictures. Trailblazers jackets. They're they're really awesome. They are very 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 mm-hmm. cool. And uh, once again, big thank you to Dan Harbison. Yes, it was awesome. So yeah, so they wanted us, they wanted us to have some Trailblazers gear though. I mean, since we're representing for the you know with Sportlandia and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we got some really cool jackets. It was, and then proceeded to take pictures and put them up on <laughs> immediately. Okay, the whole experience <coughs> though, I've never. <laughs> no, so I was telling Greg this yesterday. I'm like, I totally feel like we're in Pretty Woman because we're like getting to walk around the store and like people were <laughs> and people were helping us. And I'm like, that's the most beautiful jacket I've ever seen. And there's like, oh, we can get that down. You could, here, try that on. What do you think of this? And like, everyone was so cool. They were, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, we actually went to the Trailblazer store that's in the Rose yeah. Garden. And, yeah. and they had opened it, like, specially. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was so cool. It was really cool. And I'm sorry. It's, like, these things don't happen very often. We're just really excited. We're, we are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really cool. So got got that stuff, got the Trailblazers gear, which I am very, very excited about. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't wear and, your jacket today. Because uh, I'm afraid to take it out of the house now. I don't want I anything know. to happen to it. I know. Like, like everything- I'm guarding that thing. I mean, that's the most... <laughs> It's the most valuable thing I own, clothing-wise. <laughs> like, I don't want anything to happen to it. I'm afraid to go anywhere with it Seriously, now. I've never had a jacket this I'm just going to sit at home and wear it. No one will ever see it. I woke up this morning and I was just looking at it for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, I looked at mine today, too. Yeah, I like it, too, because it has, like, all kinds of little, like, stripes on it. Yeah. It's a candy cane jacket. <laughs> so, candy cane. So we did that and then um, got our official... Uh, Media pass, yes. Our, our press passes, yeah. With whatever credentials. So yeah, got our got our actual credentials, which is really cool. Mm. And um, and yeah, and then watch the game. Can we just tell you how much we love Dan Harbison again? Yeah, like he is the coolest person ever. Yeah, yeah, pretty much ever. Oh, you should talk about um, trying to change. Oh, that's right. So so yeah, so we got our got our trailblazers. And sorry, we're all over the place today, but it's just the way it is. Um, so yeah, so we got our Trailblazers gear and then went back into the uh, the offices and we, of course, wanted to wear our new t-shirts right away. Yes. So um, I went into the bathroom to go change and I was just gonna, I was like, okay, probably there won't be anybody in there. I'll just uh, take my shirt off really quick. I walk in there. No, there's Terry Porter standing there <laughs> in his like dapper, like, because he, he was going to be broadcasting. I'm assuming he did reporting uh, last night in his like dapper suit. And I'm like, and I'm just kind of this. I felt really trashy looking guy, <laughs> like walking in there. I mean, because he's like, who knows how expensive this suit is on? He just, he looks well, good. Well, he just always looks he, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's a classy, like literally, seriously classy guy. So you couldn't change guy. your shirt because Terry no, Porter was No, so there. I like saw him in there and I ran into the stall with like <laughs> my backpack and my, my, all my stuff. And I'm like, and so I stood in there and I didn't want to be the guy like taking my shirt off in the stall because <laughs> it just looked really weird. So I just kind of stood in there and I waited till he left. Wait, is there a door in the stall? Yeah, there's a door in the stall. Okay. Yeah, it's a trail. Of course, they're gonna have a door in the stall. In well, the I don't know how men's bathrooms work because I don't know if like if the toilets have doors. Since you guys do, they not like... have doors in the women's. No, they don't have doors. You don't. You not. You don't have a door in the no. stall. Uh. Uh-uh. Are you serious? Yeah. You thought that we did. Yeah, I just assumed that you did. No. Of well, course the... we have doors. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, I we mean, do. No, okay, why... you tricked me. I don't know what a women's bathroom <laughs> uh, has. Oh. Well, that's why I don't know what a men's bathroom has. I thought that you guys, since you guys all pee in front of each other, I thought that you'd be comfortable doing other things in front of each other. No. no. <laughs> why? Why would why would somebody be comfortable with that? I don't know. There are some bath. I mean, there are uh, 
there are a lot of men's bathrooms, like especially in bars, where they don't have the the uh, doors on the stalls. Mm. I think it's because they're trying to prevent you from doing something. <laughs> I, think, I think they don't want you to, so it's just like they're going to make it as uncomfortable as possible. That does sound like it would be pretty uncomfortable. Like Angelo's, where all they have is just a curtain. Yeah. That's the worst bathroom ever. <laughs> it really is. It is a terrible bathroom. <laughs> I hate going into that bathroom. Oh, you know what one is um, bad, too, is uh, Swickley's. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have, yeah, they have the curtains, too. Oh, do and, they? Like, but they're curtains that, like, don't even touch the ground. And, like, they don't even, like, cover the full thing of the door. And, like, you just, and plus the clientele in there is just, like, ugh. Like, you definitely want the curtains to be closed. Well, at least you don't have a trough. See, the ones with the troughs, yeah. those ones are really bad. I hate troughs. I hate the trough pee. I mean, basically you're peeing into a giant bathtub standing next to someone. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Oh, it's terrible. And then when they have the ice on there too, like the ice, I think they try to make it so it's like classy because they'll pour ice into the trough, like actual like ice cubes. Mm-hmm. But then all, it just steams as soon as you're... You know what place has a trough full of ice? Dublin Down! Come there and visit Friday, <laughs> 813 Main Street. Pee on some ice. Make some steam. Free wow. pinup girl contest, 9 p.m. Thanks, sir. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, so we went and saw the uh, Blazers-Lakers game last night. Yes. It was incredible. It was the most exciting game I've ever been to. It was, yeah. I mean, it was a great game up until the very end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it ended up going into overtime, and, and the Blazers did not win. They did, they did not, not win. win, but it was a lot of fun. Oh, we should talk about, too, the person who was sitting two rows in front of us. Um, what's his name from Jackass? Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Aaron McGahey. And some, yeah, and then some other actor guy was there, too. I don't know who, who it was. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure who yeah, it was. Yeah, like they looked familiar, with. and I'm like, that's, I think that's somebody. I don't know. Yeah. I, I w- I'd rather watch the game than try and figure out who that is. Oh, yeah. No, and he was kind of annoying. Um, yeah, him and his puffball hat, he wouldn't sit the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, obviously, like, you know, we we're fortunate enough to get some pretty decent tickets to this game, but you know, like the people around us are all paying a lot of money for their tickets. Yeah. And it's like, they're not paying to look at the puff ball on your fucking hat. Sit down. Sit down. You're full of anger today. <laughs> Sit down. I'm just excited. <laughs> Yesterday was fun. It was, it was, it was a very cool day. Yeah. So did that. And then, uh, yeah, it was just cool all around. Well, um, we should do some ball talk. Let's do it. Because the uh, trade deadline is rapidly approaching. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I've been looking at it a lot. Uh, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. So, yes, the NBA trade deadline is happening about an hour from now, which uh, means nothing from when you're listening to it. But noon (laughs) Pacific time is when the NBA trade deadline is. So all trades have to be completed by that that time or uh, nothing else can happen for the rest of the season. Although... Teams can tell, still sign other players. Like if a team gets dropped by their team or gets bought out, mm-hmm. then they go into uh, waiver wires and then another team can pick them up. But it's not a trade. Oh, okay. So usually you're not, I mean, uh, Kobe Bryant isn't going to be bought out by his team and be on waiver wires. You know, it's, it's going to be a lower tier player. Okay. That's usually what that hap- when that happens. Um, but there is a rumor going around about the Portland Trailblazers that they may be picking up TJ Ford. from. Who's that? He's a point guard for the Indiana Pacers. Okay. And so I guess he, the Pacers are looking to clear some room and may just buy out his contract, which means then the Blazers will be free to pick him up and just add him onto their team. Okay. Is he so, good? Uh, he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's he's not a superstar by any means, but uh, he's a good backup point guard. Okay. Which, if, if that's what they're looking for. And they, they, do, they may need a backup point guard. So um, that's one of the rumors. The other rumor about the Charlotte uh, player, Gerald Wallace. That's the one that's been going around a lot. 
And I don't know if that one's going to happen. It doesn't seem like it's going to happen now. Yesterday, there were all kinds of reports saying it was already a done deal. The Blazers had signed him and signed for the trade. But but there haven't been any official announcements, right? No. Uh-uh. So I don't know. We'll find out uh, everything in less than an hour as far as whether or not it'll go down. In less than an hour. Less than an hour. We'll all know. Uh, Baron Davis was traded to Cleveland yesterday. That's the only notable trade that happened uh, other than the Darren Williams stuff. So Blazers lost to the Lakers last night. Yes. Which does suck. But I can say this about Kobe Bryant. So um, That was amazing to watch him play. It was. Yeah. I mean, he is one of the best players of all time. You know what the worst thing about the Lakers is? Huh. Well, there are a lot of bad things about them. Yeah. They're fans. Yes. Ugh. Yes. Okay, if you're, from LA, if you're from L.A., I get it. You know, th- certainly that makes sense why you would root for the Lakers. Okay, that's, that's your hometown team. I get it. It's all these people that just cling on to a team. That they're from Portland. They probably live out in Gresham, but like, no, I'm a Lakers fan. You've probably never even been to L.A. You don't know anything about it. It's just, oh, well, but the Lakers won a championship. Now I'm a fan of theirs. I hate those people. Yeah. It's just like Yankees fans that aren't and from New York. And they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they weren't even, like, paying attention to the game. They just like, oh, oh whatever. Yes. Especially that, that fucking lady sitting across the aisle from me. I just wanted to throw. It took everything in my power to... Not throw things at her. But I didn't. Congratulations. Thank you. Kobe Bryant. So, uh, allegedly, this is uh, some of the news coming on right here about Kobe Bryant. Supposedly, he uh, has a bit of a philandering problem with the ladies, which is kind of well-documented, actually, from a few years ago. Um, Is he still married to that lady? Oh, yeah. He's still married to uh, Vanessa. Yeah, Yeah, Vanessa Bryant. Yeah, he's still married to her. but uh, I guess he's been kind of hopping around a little bit, and he just got served some paternity uh, papers oh. over allegedly a kid that he has with some woman somewhere who now wants money for that. Well, I guess his wife, uh, Kobe Bryant's wife, is getting a little nervous about uh, how much he does and uh, like what he's doing when he's on the road. Mm-hmm. So much so that during the All-Star weekend, she would not allow any female. Uh, they, they had a party at some big bar somewhere, a VIP area. And she would not allow any female cocktail waitresses to come to the table. And uh, they had a security team, like, sweep the entire building and make sure that no women came anywhere near Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. Don't be in a relationship. Yep. No women are allowed to come up and talk to Kobe Bryant. Oh, that li- woman's life is miserable. Yeah. Imagine that. Just sitting there worrying, going to that kind of extreme. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Well, and I guess now she's, she's so worried about it that... Um, She's considering traveling with him on all road trips so she can be there to monitor his behavior and what he's doing. I'm sure his teammates are really excited about that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Yeah. So, uh, Kobe Bryant. Whether it's true or not, his wife thinks so. So, uh, yeah, that's got to be miserable. But then again, I mean, he probably is. I yeah. Mean, he's Kobe Bryant. He probably is. Which is why she has that fucking rock weighing down her finger. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, she's got that, uh, whatever, what was it, like $2 million ring or something yeah. like that? Uh, house on a finger? Yeah. Yeah, that she was bought. So, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of funny that uh, he might have to be monitored. Like, one of the best <laughs> players of all time has to have his wife along with just him to monitor why, why, why even be married at that point? That's, oh, just so. Because he makes $20 million a year. That's true, but then she should focus on the money and not the infidelity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she wants that money, you know. Well, she should go uh, Tiger Woods' wife with. Yeah. Just be like, eh, screw you. I'm going to take some of your money. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, I just wanted to say that because... I just sweep the buildings so that no females... Yeah. That is... Wow. Yep. I don't know why that's... 
That's just so ridiculous. It's, it is pretty weird. Um, so anyway, that's going on with him. Uh, moving on, it's kind of a potpourri of balls, and there's a lot of NBA news that's just happening right now, and so that's just kind of what stuff is. And a lot of it's pretty random. So Carmelo Anthony, of course, uh, the biggest trade pretty much that's happened, which is sending him to New York. And his wife is also somebody quite famous. She, he's married to Lala Vasquez. Oh, Vasquez. The- the old uh, MTV VJ? Yeah, she was an MTV okay. VJ, and then I think she like she like moderates some things like Jersey Shore reunions and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she uh, fancies herself quite a TV star, and actually now, they've just announced this, there's going to be a new reality show on VH1 called Lala's Full Court Life. All about her and her husband now in the big city. So Carmelo's going to be a co-star of it, so he'll be in the in the show as well. And yes, it's going to be uh, running for 10 episodes. Lala's Full Court Life. Wow. Yep. Man, they need to have reality shows based on, like, you know, actual people and stop showing how, like, the rich people live. Like, I'm tired of watching shows with people. It's just like, look at all the stuff that we have that you don't. Oh, life is hard. Oh. Wow. I think I need a hug. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with me today? <coughs> Ah, it's a crazy week. <laughs> and yes, it does anger me. Lala Vesquez. I, yeah, I don't know. There's something about her that just really annoys me. Um, she anyway. She reminds me of that chick from, like, You're So Raven. Whatever that... Ra- you mean... Raven... Raven... Simone? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. They just... In my mind, they're just, like, the same Oh, person. they do kind of look alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah, no, I'm They're both equally them. irritating. They are. They are. Lala Vesquez. Lala's full court life. Uh, oh. Moving on. In our potpourri of balls. Let's see. We've got uh, this. This is unfortunate for this uh, 15-year-old girl. So uh, there's a 15-year-old girl from Oklahoma who just got her first cell phone. And it turns out she was given Blake Griffin's old phone number. So Blake Griffin went to school in Oklahoma. Blake Griffin star of the L.A. Clippers and slam dunk contest winner and all that stuff. Uh, But, yeah, so she, she apparently, when she got her new phone, it was his old phone number from Oklahoma. And so she's been getting calls constantly from people asking for tickets, asking for memorabilia, uh, people getting, um, like, sending texts to her. Oh, my God. Some kind of risque texts. So uh, I guess she's dealing with this constantly. And she thought about um, actually getting rid of the phone number, but I think she's going to keep it now. So she's just going to keep it and uh, possibly start messing with people. Mm. To call in. So more, more power to her for that. But that would get annoying, just get constant calls. Oh, and like a barrage of creepy text messages. Uh-huh, yeah, from probably a lot of women that are texting Blake Griffin now that all of a sudden he's all famous. Yeah. so <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes, so there's that. Uh, like I said, potpourri of balls, it's random stuff today. There's this. There's uh, someone who, uh, we've talked a lot about um, nicknames, like uh, the athletes get. You know, mm-hmm. like Big Baby Davis. And Black Mamba. And Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant, Booby Gibson from Cleveland. Well, there's this one for baseball, and it has to do with I'm going to say his name how I think it's said. We'll see if I'm right or not. Uh, Joachim Soria. So he is a uh, he's a player for the Kansas City Royals, a pitcher, and his nickname is the Mexicutioner. Oh. He's not very happy about that nickname. Uh, he is from Mexico. I and, have a uh, friend whose nickname is the Mexicutioner. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's Mexican and thought that it was really cool. Okay. <laughs> I think that name's awesome. Well, yeah, but uh, it does kind of t- bring up some things that does 
Mexico's a bit of a dangerous place right now. Mm. Uh, so he is tired of being called a executioner, so he's asking people to stop calling him that. Oh, and okay, he, I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So, and he wants to come up with a new nickname. So he's asking people to uh, see if they can come up with something for him. Even though the, I think the Kansas City Royals are a little bit um, annoyed with it because they have basically an entire marketing campaign developed around the executioner. Oh. So he's trying to come up with different ones. One of his uh, suggestions was El Bombero, which is like a uh, Spanish for firefighter. Hmm. It's not quite as exciting as no. executioner. So I don't know. I, he's he's looking for help with this thing. So if anyone can think of a nickname for the executioner, please send it in Kansas City <laughs> Royals. It is kind of a cool nickname. It is. It's a pretty cool. But it does nickname. sound more like a, a wrestler or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it sounds like one of those guys. Mexicutioner. The executioner. <laughs> That's a pretty good nickname. Um, and finally, in ball talk, we have this. So Cam Newton. You remember Cam Newton? Heisman Trophy winner plays for Auburn. Yes, yes. Beat the Ducks uh, in the national championship. And also a, uh, well, former computer thief, kicked out of school, mm-hmm. allegedly demanded money to play at Auburn. Uh, well, now he's getting ready to enter into the draft for uh, for the NFL, and he's not predicted to be a number one pick. He's he's not, I mean, he was a great college player, but he's not the best college player for the NFL right now. Okay. But he thinks he is. And so they're having this thing called the Combine, which goes on right now, which is basically where the college players show up and they run circles and they jump and they catch things and, you know, just try to impress the, the NFL scouts. Mm-hmm. And uh, he thinks that he is not only worthy of being the number one pick, but he already sees himself as something much bigger than that. Granted, this guy has never played an NFL game. He had <laughs> one good season in college football. Uh-huh. But uh, he said that... God has given me this platform. I see myself as an entertainer slash icon. As an icon? As an icon. Wow. He said, I don't want to sound arrogant, but I did something in one year people couldn't do in their their whole collegiate careers. That doesn't sound arrogant at all. No, not at all. That does not sound arrogant. So, um... I think he's going to be in for a bit of a shock, and I think actually this could drop him some somewhat in the standings. Because I mean, he's a good player, but he has a lot to prove to be mm-hmm. to be good in the NFL. And well, you have to earn your cockiness a bit. You do, and but this is why I want to. I'm actually excited to watch the NFL draft, which is going to be happening in April. Because the the top some of the top players are usually there at the draft, and they always have a camera on them. Mm-hmm. So every time they're not picked, you can see them get progressively more angry. Oh. Which is like when Brady Quinn, I was so excited when he was there because he dropped like the 20th spot in the draft where he thought he was going to be a top three pick. Mm. And you could see him just like getting angrier and angrier, sitting in the corner by himself and just sitting there scowling as people just picked right over him. Oh, man. I want to watch that happen to Cam Newton. (laughs) I really want to watch that just to see his ego take a bit of a hit. But he does see himself as an entertainer slash icon. Slash icon. Slash icon. Well, there you go. He's not lacking in self-esteem. No, not at all. And uh, Cam Newton, jackass. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Cam Newton. Class act all the way. Classy act. You know what is classy, though? What? H&R Block. Of course it is. It is indeed. I'm actually calling them today to uh, set up an appointment for my personal taxes, which I'm going to go through them as well. And uh, you can get your taxes done by going to hrblock.com. And um, there's, a, there's a location finder right there. You can find one. They have offices all over the place. And it really is a smart way to get your taxes taken care of so that you don't have to worry about being audited. You get your maximum refund. They guarantee it. And up until the 28th, you can still get a free 1040EZ filed through them that they'll take care of for you. So just go to their website, hrblock.com. It's right there in the front. You can just click on it and make sure that you qualify for it. But either way, 
it is well worth it to set up an appointment with them. They're professionals. They know what they're doing. And just get it done earlier. I mean, that way you don't have to worry about taxes because everyone's stressed out anyway. Get your money back earlier and then you're Exactly. Done. Yeah. And they will make sure you get the maximum amount. So it already kind of pays for itself mm. because I guarantee you're not going to know all the loopholes and all the ways to do taxes that these guys are going to know. Yeah, especially like when we were doing our business taxes. Like There were so many <sighs> layers to that that I had no idea. Like, no idea. No. And they just do it all for you. Mm. Like it, it relieves so much stress having them do it. So uh, H&R Block, great company. Uh, go to hrblock.com and set up your appointment now. Um, well, we should probably get out of here, but there's something we wanted to add on. Uh, to today's show. Yes. So we're going to close up right now, but at the, after that, we're going to include... Trade. Trade. <laughs> two sample tracks from our album. From Romancing the Spammer. Romancing the Spammer it is our first comedy album. It's available now on iTunes and CDBaby.com, or you can just go to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the link right there. For those of you that have never heard Romancing the Spammer, I know we have some newer listeners, mm. I mean, probably a lot that's maybe never heard what it was and didn't yes. know what Romancing the Spammer was. So we're going to include two sample tracks from the album. One letter from Anita, one letter from Chester. Mm-hmm. So you can get an idea of it and then you can uh, go there to iTunes and make your purchase right away. Nine ninety nine gets you the entire nine, saga nine, of Chester and Anita. Nine ninety nine. That's nine, all nine. it is. Mm-hmm. 30 tracks, including bonus material. And yeah, we'll have uh, two of the sample letters after we get done here. Yes. Uh, so send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We will... <coughs> Dang it. You almost got <coughs> through it, buddy. Almost made it through without coughing. That reminds me I have to go home and take my pills. Um, yeah, we have, a, we have a lot of stuff that we're going to be doing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So you apparently have lots of stories. Kenny B is going to be in here. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot tomorrow. Oh, it's going to be madness. It is. It's going I to have be some awesome horrible night. stories that we didn't get to today. That I know. involve some terrible things. <laughs> I was looking at it today. I'm like, God, sometimes they're just... Like consistent themes throughout, like crazy stories. Uh huh. The theme of the week is semen. No. Oh. <laughs> well, find out about semen tomorrow on FunEmploymentRadio.com. And here are the sample tracks from Romancing the Spammer. <laughs> Aren't you glad that we're associating that with semen? Yeah. Semen, Romancing the Spammer. Yeah, that's great. Letter 11, Anita to Chester. Subject, please help me if you wish. Dearest Chester Huntington III, Good morning to you and thanks for the mail you sent me. I'm impressed with all your complimenting words and I say all the best to you and wish to be in your arms as you have promised an endless love for me whenever we meet. Well, I don't know what you have for me, but one thing I don't understand is that the bank manager being rude for what you sake. Please could you call me on the phone so that we can talk it over and I hear your voice too on phone, okay? Meanwhile, your word to come down here would be nice and elegant because I would be most happy someone to wait upon the day you come and pick me up to your country. And please remember I told you last time I need money so that I can change my clothing, but you did not say anything about those once. All the same, I will expect you come in person to finish up the whole yourself as I am writing. I can promise you any picture of the manager because I only met him once and there is no possibility of getting, but instead you come and see him for yourself. Bye for now until I hear from you again. Anita. Letter 12, Chester to Anita, subject regarding, please help me if you wish. Dearest Anita, muy bonita. Ah, my love, I have great news. I took your advice to heart and followed your every instruction. 
I have called the number you provided of 286-795-376-224 and spoken with the man on the phone and successfully transferred $5,000 to him so that he may deliver it to you. Please let me know as soon as possible if this man has delivered the funds to you as he had promised. His name was Walter, and he seemed very trusting. If that is not enough to tide you over until I arrive, please let me know, and I'll transfer over much more than this. I am almost embarrassed that I only sent $5,000, but I just wanted to make sure that it made it to you. I can send ten times that much in the next transfer. Money is no object, and there is no price I won't pay to plug the hole that lies in my heart with your precious tidings and fingerings. If you would like more funds, please let me know, my sweet buttery tartlet. Until then, shall we make plans for my arrival? I am ready to purchase my ticket and fly out at any notice. I must have my goiter looked at first, though, but as soon as my appointment is over, I am yours, my love. When I arrive, I hope to meet you and rub butter all over your sweetness. Sincerely, Chester Huntington III, entrepreneur and seeker of romance. <laughs>